Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on The Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. I am so excited to once again invite you in on a live teaching of our Arise Timothy's and Sarah's ministry. I hope that you enjoyed the last teaching. Please listen in as the Lord uses Prophet Natalie Westenskow to deliver a life-changing message that's absolutely needed for this hour. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to another episode of Arise, Timothy's and Sarah's. This is your host, Natalie Westenskow. And today I'm going to be talking about set for life. That's the title of this message, set for life. What does it really mean when God says in Psalm 62, set for life? So with that, join me in going to Psalm 62. I'm going to be reading out of the Message Bible. God, the one and only. I'll wait as long as he says. Now, for those of you who may not know, this is David. David is is the one that wrote the book of Psalms. So in Psalm 62, God, the one and only, I'll wait as long as he says. Everything I need comes from him. So why not? He's solid rock under my feet, breathing room for my soul, an impregnable castle. I'm set for life. How long will you gang up on me? How long will you run with the bullies? There's nothing to you, any of you, rotten floorboards, worm-eaten rafters, anthills plotting to bring down mountains, far gone in make-believe. You talk a good line, but every blessing breeds a curse. God, the one and only, I'll wait as long as he says. Everything I hope for comes from him, so why not? He's solid rock under my feet, breathing room for my soul, an impregnable castle, I'm set for life. And I can keep on reading. You guys can keep on reading, but I'm going to stop here because as you're seeing, he repeats that twice throughout this verse, this chapter. He says, I'm set for life twice. So what does it mean when he's talking to God and he says, I'm set for life? The word set means to put in a proper position, to be placed, setting the table. When you're setting dishes down in the proper place, you know, each plate for each person, table settings, I'm setting the table, I'm putting things into position. And when we set the table, we set each section for that person and we make sure that that person in that section, in that seat at the table has everything they need to enjoy their meal, to drink their drink. It has a spoon, a fork, a knife, you know, a salad bowl. So to set the table, to put in proper position. It also means to put a value on something. And I really like that, to put a value on something, to validate something as valuable. So when we take, let's take a moment to kind of break that down just a little bit. What does it mean to validate something as valuable? Well, if I have a wonderful a sweater that I bought at Goodwill, it doesn't really matter where I bought it. And I love this sweater. Other people may not like this sweater. Other people may not think it's, they may think because of the price I paid for it, 
it's not a valuable sweater, but I think it's valuable. I'm putting value on that sweater as my favorite sweater, as the best sweater in my closet. So when we go back, understanding that definition of set, when we go back to the scripture and we're listening and we're reading along with David, and I'm going to repeat, he says, God, the one and only, I'll wait as long as he says, everything I need comes from him. So why not? He's solid rock under my feet, breathing room for my soul, an impregnable castle. I'm set for life. So what he's saying right there and there is that God, the one and only, he's the one I can trust because he's the one that's called me. He's the one that has placed me in this position. He's the one that has put value on my life. When everybody else said I'm not good, when everybody else said that I'm not going to amount to anything, God says I'm set for life. I'm properly placed in God. I think it's important that we understand that David is also ensuring that those that are going to read this understand that it's with God. God, the beginning of this verse is what gets me. God, the one and the only is the one that sets you for life. It's the one that puts value on your life. It's the one that validates your life. It's the one that properly places you in the positions of your life, in positions throughout your life. God, the one and only. And then he goes on to say, I'm going to wait as long as he says. And what that tells me is not everything I'm, I'm searching after or looking for is going to pop up right away. There are some things I'm going to have to wait on the Lord. There are some promises I'm going to have to wait of in time. And then he says, everything I need comes from him. In other words, because he's the only place. So he, he David is validating God. He is putting value on God. And he's saying God is the one and only that can help me out of every situation I'm in. He's the only one that can provide me with solutions and strategies and whatever it is that we're looking for. He's the only one that can fulfill promises, right? And he knows that. So he says, because everything comes from God, why not wait on God? Why not wait on God? Let me tell you what it looks like to believe that something comes from someplace and not wait on it. Let me tell you what that looks like, how silly that looks. That's like you have been waiting all day for the ice cream truck to pass by your house. You've been waiting to hear the song coming from the speakers that lets you know that the ice cream man has landed in your neighborhood, okay? And here comes the ice cream man, and you're drooling, thinking about the ice cream you can get from this ice cream truck, right? You've been waiting because you know that the only way you can get this ice cream that you are dreaming about is from this man that has the ice cream truck. And he positions himself. So you're positioned and then he shows up and positions himself in front of your house and you never come out to get the ice cream. Or you wait for him to leave. Or you got impatient and by the time the ice cream man got to your house, you already went to the store and bought whatever ice cream you wanted. And guys, I want to point out that this is what we do almost on a daily basis. We don't wait on God. We don't wait on his instructions. And I, the reason for me sharing this teaching is because the world is constantly speeding things up. 
whether it's digitally through computers, whatever it is, but there is always a faster way to get there, a quicker way to get there, shortcuts. You want to win a million, you know, you want to get $10 million. It took me five years. I'm going to show you how to do it in two. Everything is fast, fast, fast. But according to David and according to what he knows about God, some things are just going to have to take some time. And he goes on to say that he's solid rock under my feet. So basically what he's saying is that God is a solid foundation that he stands on. It's not unstable ground because he's referencing the word solid. That means strong, unbreakable, solid rock. That means it's under him. God is solid under him. And he knows that trusting in God, waiting in God, going to God as the solution is, is what keeps his feet firmly planted, right? But then he also goes on to say this in this verse, and you can check this out with me. He says, he's solid rock under my feet, breathing room for my soul. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean to be breathing room for my soul? Well, let's break down the word breathing room. I've heard that before. You know, let's give him some room to breathe. Let's give him some breathing room. Uh, so, you know, somebody passes out or, you know, this, these are the, the different situations. This is one of the situations that I know I've heard this term is when someone has fainted or, you know, let's give him some room to breathe or they've pulled someone out of a situation. Um, let's give him some breathing room. But it's not always that. It's, it doesn't always have to be an emergency, right? And so breathing room is a period of rest in order to increase your strength or give you more time to search for your next steps, right? This is what I found to be the definition of breathing room. But I want to bring this closer to God. I want to make this more intimate. And what I, I know the revelation God gave me about breathing room. And here's what he said to me. He said, breathing room is a period of rest in order to increase your faith and give you more time to search him for your next steps. I'm going to say that again. Breathing room is a period of rest in order to increase your faith in God and give you more time to search him for your next steps. And I think it's important that we see it this way because this is how it's being this is how it is in the Bible. In Psalm 62, this is what God means. This is what David is letting you know is his experience with God. And this is what it means to be set for life. It's when you know that God is the one and only solutionist, strategist, problem solver, promise keeper. It's when you know that your trust and your dependence is in God, your faith is in God alone. And then when that happens, you will wait as long as you have to for God to provide whatever strategy, whatever solution, whatever promise he's given you. You will wait as long as you have to because you understand that everything that you need comes from God. You also understand that he's solid rock under your feet, immovable, unbreakable, solid. You can stand on anything God says, on anything God does for you. You can stand on that. And that is what makes you set for life. And I don't know about you, but knowing that I'm set for life in God gives me a renewed sense of hope and a renewed sense of strength that I haven't missed anything. That if I'm headed down 
a direction that may not be the Lord, he's going to let me know. But men and women of God, you've got to understand the beginning of this verse. God, the one and only, waiting as long as it takes for God to respond and understanding that everything comes from you. And when he uses the term breathing room for my soul, he's saying, take time to rest in him, build up your faith in him, right? Until he provides the next steps. It doesn't say in Psalm 62, go ahead of God. It doesn't say, figure it out yourself. It doesn't say, go ahead and see if you can do X, Y, and Z while he fulfills A, B, and C. Now, if that's what God said, that's a different story. Some of us don't know how to wait on God. Some of us don't know how to wait on his next step. And I'm here to tell you that if you're looking for the set life, if you're looking to be set for life, this is a very important thing. You must wait on God. You must know and understand everything comes from God, your steps, your strategies. And I know I'm repeating myself, but it's so important that you understand you are set for life as long as you are walking with God. I pray you took this teaching to heart and you're ready to apply this word. Please share this with your friends and on your platforms because there are others who need to hear this timeless teaching. I also want to mention I have some resources that are available for you if you type in ApostleSoniaBooks.com. That will take you to my books on Amazon. I know there's something there just for you. Thanks again for listening in and until next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to the Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason. Thank you.